0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. How would you like to ramp up your club's game day atmosphere? Big Screen Video is giving 10 lucky sports clubs the chance to win a $10,000 grant towards their own digital scoreboard. Register now at iCanWin.com.au slash BSV. Yes, wherever you're listening via the SEN app, uh, welcome to our listeners via 1620 SEN on the Gold Coast and, of course, right here as we move into the second hour on 1170 SEN in Sydney. Welcome to Monday mornings. Well, here's one of our best, one of our most favourite cricketers He is now part of the SEN team in our West over there in WA. Gillian Goss is the name of the show on 657, uh, 657 rather, SEN track. The boys have just wrapped up their brekkie show, and I'm pleased to say that we will be having a regular chat with this man right here on my show every second week, Adam Gilchrist. Welcome to the morning show, mate. You've just come off air yourself, he must be uh, ready to head home a couple of hours in the saddle. <laughs>
1: Good morning, mate. Yeah, yeah, very much looking forward to talking to you, though, mate. I'm glad we're going to be able to have a chat uh, fairly regularly. There's a bit going on over the, the weekend. We had, obviously, the lockdown here in Perth on the back mm. of that uh, positive case on Friday. So we're hoping, with fingers crossed, uh, as is, I guess, the rest of the nation, because we don't need anything... Flaring up that uh, influences all the states, but we're hoping today confirmation of uh, zero increase in cases and we can ease the lockdown and the restrictions, but, uh, but plenty of sport to keep us occupied. Mate. Yeah.
0: What, so what did you do on the weekend while you're in lockdown? Did you just shut it down at home or y- is it the same thing? You can only go out for essentials. You can have an hour of um, exercise. Uh, he's left He's left us. Gilly's left us just for a sec, so we'll re-establish that line. So, yeah, every time, uh, every second Monday, we're going to be having a chat with Gilly. So he's on Gilly and Goss, Tim Gossage uh, co-hosting on 657 SEN track down in the West. And uh, like I say, they're going through that lockdown. So I'm going to have a chat when we re-establish the connection with Gilly about this Cricket Australia contract list. The Indian Premier League, as we know, continues, but they're, they are in a world of pain Over there, and we just wonder how on earth this can continue to keep going. There are a lot more issues around the world of cricket. South Africa is in a complete mess uh, in their cricketing sphere as well. So, we'll reconnect that line with Gilly. While I'm waiting, I'll run you through some of the scores that have been happening uh, this morning and overnight on the Monday Sports Scoreboard. So, as I mentioned, Mark Leishman and Cameron Smith have claimed the Zurich. Uh, classic of New Orleans. They beat Louis Tyson and Charles Swartzel on the sudden death hole. So it's a team's event. It makes uh, Leishman uh, his sixth win on tour and Cam Smith gets his third win. So the story out of that was they're staying together in a house near the course. And as we know, Cam Smith's got the famous mullet going. He was about to head out to a local barber until his mate stepped in. So he said, I needed to get a cut, and I was going to get one yesterday afternoon. Lee said, well, I'll do it. I cut my boy's hair at home. So he put his faith in Mark Leishman, and uh, Cameron Smith got the mullet trimmed by his playing partner. Um, it's become a fixture of Cameron Smith's good luck charm, and it's worked again. Gilly, you got me?
1: Oh, yes, back, mate. Yeah, a <laughs> little bit of a cut out there, sorry.
0: That's all right. You disappeared. So we've got heaps to talk about, but before we get onto the world of sport, your acting career. Now, I... <laughs> I haven't seen (laughs) – hey, listen, I haven't seen it. I hope your listeners have been giving it to you this morning. But when we got home yesterday, my wife, Amanda, as you know, she said to me, hang on a second, Gilly's in How to Stay Married. So he's (laughs) he's taking on acting. So How to Stay Married comes back uh, soon. We're talking about Peter Hellyer and Lisa McKeown. So give us a rundown. What are you doing (laughs) acting-wise?
1: Probably not much. (laughs) I think that might be a a one-off. The things you do to help out a mate – uh, Pete asked me invited me onto the show would I like to play a little take a little cameo role playing myself Yeah. Uh, so yeah but I thought that would have been a walk on wave and walk off but it got a little bit bigger when in the, as they say in the industry Whitey when, um, when the courier delivered the scripts and I didn't say script it was uh, had the S on the end there was a mountain of a mountain of stuff that I needed to learn but uh, it was it was It was a great day. I really enjoyed it. And, yeah, tomorrow week, next Tuesday, is right. uh, season three, it all kicks off. So keep an eye out on that. But, um, yeah, don't look for anything that's going to be featuring as, <laughs> at, at the events that's happening right now, which is the Academy Awards. I don't think I'll ever <laughs> be there, mate.
0: So it's a talking part. You've got a speaking part, not just oh, a, yeah. a walk-on. Mate.
1: Yeah. Mate, all I'll say is it gets very, very interesting almost bordering on weird by the end of it my role but um yeah keep an eye out for it but it's a a great australian production by you know as you say lisa mccune and uh pete Hellier, they are legends uh judith lucy um casey donovan in there it's a it's a really fun show and it was awesome to be there for a day or so just to um play a little role
0: mate what's the weirdest thing you reckon outside of your sporting career or probably dovetail because you guys get asked to do all sorts of things and and advoca- advertising campaigns what do you reckon the weirdest thing that you came across that you were asked to do or a situation you found yourself in where you thought hey, this would never have happened you know as i as i was just growing up just wanted to play cricket
1: It'll be about episode six of How to Stay Married, mate. <laughs> Have a look at that and you'll see it. <laughs> I, can't, I can't give away what it is, but right I on. there's nothing more weird than what the uh, situation I found myself in. <laughs> okay. All right. Well,
0: let's leave it at that and I'll wait and see. Um, the Indian Premier League, so the IPL, every news bulletin, yep. mate, we can, we can hear about the troubles um, and the terrible situation that is going on with COVID-19 over there. And it begs the question... Um, how on earth can this competition keep going? And I know that you've been vocal on Twitter about it. Um, this is pretty much all the Indians have. It's their passion, it's their love. If you stopped it for any reason um, that's a very big call but these are extraordinary times.
1: Yeah, that's right and I I threw the sort of pose the question really to, I guess targeting my Indian followers and, and just out of interest to garner what their appetite is. Is it appropriate that it's continuing on is it uh, is it inappropriate and, and should it be called off and i would say the response i oh, look i can't confess to have read every every reply or every retweet with a comment but um there's upwards of about twelve thousand, so it stimulated a bit of activity but oh, i reckon about a 70 30 were against it um saying it is inappropriate so that's interesting it's uh, you know i said is it is it something that will help maintain the, the the psyche of the nation given where cricket fits in society there and, and there were people that said it's it's really important it continues um, just to allow us something to escape everything that's happening just for those four hours each night in, in prime time so um, it's an interesting debate of course AJ Tye, Australian bowler decided to leave he's the first Australian I think that has um, left mid-tournament he hadn't played a game to this point of the tournament but he was They were heading to Delhi, his franchise, and he was probably likely to feature there. The conditions would suit his bowling, but he... As much as a, a rush to get home so that he wasn't locked out of Australia uh, due to lack of flights and, and the ability to be let in, having been in India, um, and also the health concerns of being there, not just picking up COVID, but but also should he be injured and have to go to hospital? Mm-hmm. What's the situation of an overflowing under-pressure medical system there? Uh, but also I detected in a chat that I had with him uh, on our show, the Gillian Goss program uh, i detected an almost a bit of a conscience decision by him that it's probably not appropriate but you can judge from his comments judge yourself by listening uh, to those comments i had a, a chat with him when he was in doha last night uh, in transit ready to fly and land in sydney and he'll do two weeks quarantine there and then try to get back over to perth so very interesting ravi ashwin who plays with the Delhi Capitals there. He's a high-profile Indian cricketer. We know that from the summer that happened here uh, a few months ago. Uh, He's pulled out and he's gone home and said he just needs to make sure that he can do whatever he can and, and offer whatever support he can to the COVID situation. So... I suspect this is uh, the tip of the iceberg. I think there's going to be more and more movements like this and decisions like this, and it remains to be seen, you know, whether the competition continues or not. Mm.
0: It's a hard one, isn't it? Give me an insight, if you can, into if I'm a player over there for the team, obviously I'm, I'm contracted to that team. Can I still make the individual decision to, to move on? And if so, if, as in come home, and if so, am I, am I giving up the rest of my paycheck? Or how
1: does, how yeah. does that work? Yeah, that's right. That's right. the that's the scenario that everyone faces, uh, not in just sport, but across the COVID dilemma, as, as how it impacts you financially. And everyone has their own personal situations and and scenarios, and it's all relative. But AJ Ty has walked away from his contract. He he uh, he wouldn't be being paid at all. I, I, the Rajasthan Royals have said, "You go with our blessing. We support you. No problem at all." But I rest assured, he won't be being paid. And that's a decision that you know only one person can make. So um, I, I applaud him for staying true to what he, he feels and not staying along for the journey if he didn't feel comfortable. Um, I'm not criticising anyone else that that is staying there, but it's just a really, really delicate situation. I do feel if the competition is continuing. I think it would be a significant step forward um, by the IPL as a governing body the various franchises and and even the playing group of making a strong financial contribution to the various uh, funds that have been set up or to help out with medical supplies or medical services um, or or funds that can uh, allow uh, people in in challenging situations to access food and medical supplies so um, that would be a strong statement and they may well be already have the wheels in motion to doing that. I, I, I can't um, suggest that they're not, but uh, I think that'd be something that is paramount importance shouldn't continue. But I, I suspect that there's already great concern amongst the player group. He did say what well, in, in the interview that uh, I asked him if, if other Australian play players were considering the same, he couldn't clarify what they were exactly thinking, but he did say a number of players have been in touch with him finding out how he got out, how what flight route did he go, what airline was he on, right. uh, and that is proving to be a real challenge for anyone around the world in getting out of situations due to the lack of flight availability and none the least out of India now.
0: Mm, I think the lesson... <laughs> The lesson learned in this whole COVID thing is that if you get itchy feet in any situation that you're in, you've got to act yourself. The longer you stick around, the chances are that you will be in a position where you didn't want to be. So AJ Ty's made that call. If you jump on the SEN right. app, folks, and uh, have a look for the Gillian Gosh Show on 657 SEN track, uh, then you'll be able to listen to that interview. What's going on, Gillian, South Africa? Uh, I, I caught a report the other day that their, their cricketing organisation, from from an organisational point of view, is a
1: mess. Yeah, well, I, I, I've tried to get in touch with Graham Smith, but I haven't been able to speak to him. He was heavily involved in the in the cricket side of um, the running of South African cricket. Uh, but the sports minister has notified the board, I believe, that he now has authority or is taking authority to override decisions that the board make around cricketing activities, and I'm assuming that's in around selection as well. Uh, so once that situation arises in a country, I, I'm pretty certain the ICC, they look badly upon that. They frown upon that. And that may well even um, start to question their uh, viability as, a, as an international cricketing nation under the ICC's um, guidance or, or um, uh, the, the, the charter that they run. So that that is delicate times. I, I haven't been able to get brought up to speed on the exact... Latest on that, but it is a challenging period for South African cricket, which is really struggling financially. They're, they're finding it difficult to, um, garner much sponsorship, uh, through, through, um, companies just not having the, either the interest or the money to be able to put into sporting sponsorship in, in this challenging time. And, and now if there's administrative, uh, turbulence, it's going to make it tough for them to maintain fielding a, a really competitive outfit.
0: Yeah, let's see where that one goes. Hey, before I let you go, a quick one on uh, a world that you and I used to work in, uh, the world of Formula One. And Danny Ricardo, he sort of said it um, tongue-in-cheek here, but there's a lot of doubt around the Sao Paulo, the Brazilian um, leg of the Formula One calendar. So it's scheduled for November 7, but there's obviously coronavirus problems big time over there starting to wreak havoc in South America. So Danny Rick's come out and said, well, why don't we just go back-to-back? at the Australian Grand Prix. So we're now November 18 through to 21, and the Sao Paulo Formula One race was scheduled for November 7. He's saying, if we're going to be down here for quarantine and everything else, maybe we should just back it up. And he he reckons he couldn't find a driver who would say no. If he picked up the phone and said, you want to spend a few weeks in Australia, they would all say yes. Would you like to see that?
1: Well, it's a very popular race, isn't it? Not just for the spectators, but the drivers, as (laughs) you know they love coming down to to Melbourne, and typically uh usually it kickstarts starts the formula one year, but it's going to be at the back end this time around well um I and that's the question of all sports, isn't it one that you know there's the viability of it actually being able to be played uh in certain situations, and if uh in south america it's it's inflaming again if that's going to put a um a stop to that. That particular race, yeah. Whether there are jurisdictions that allow the sport to be played, uh, and then the conscience vote comes into it again. The situation of is it right? Is it appropriate that all this is happening in around it? But as you say, I mean, if we can stay safe and, and COVID-free down here for as long as possible, and that allows events to be played so that they can be beamed around the world and keep people entertained, it's a it's a it's a challenging, delicate situation. But um, I'm sure Australia will do all they can to support that.
0: Yeah, I'd I'd be up for it, back-to-back back Grand Prix at Albert Park, which has been <laughs> redone as well. A few more weeks in uh, Melbourne, we'd have some good fun. Mate, great to uh, chat. I'm looking forward to our regular chats. It's so cool that you're part of the SEN network and you're keeping Tim Gossage uh, on the straight and narrow over there every uh, Monday and Friday mornings in the West. Get through lockdown, buddy, and let's uh, chat again soon.
1: Good on you, mate. Good to chat with Adam
0: Gilchrist there. So 657 SEN track is the station over in the west, and it's Gillian Goss in the mornings on a Monday and a Friday as well, and he'll be a regular on this show. As you know, with Gillian, it's not just cricket. We can chat absolutely everything. Loves his sport, and we can take your calls on that as well. So we'll develop that further. We need to take a quick break. Christy Doran from Fox Sports is lined up. We're going to chat some rugby.